0: Most of you haven't actually heard us, so I'll just give you some, a glossary of terms because people ask me to do that. Mm-hmm. Selfing is a big term that I use because when people say self, it already has given it too much credit. Yeah? So in other words, it implies that it is something, a noun. I don't believe it's that, and it never can be that. So it's selfing. It's an activity that implies that there's a self. It infers that you're the doer. It infers that you're the feeler. Or assumes that you're the feeler or the doer or the haver. Yeah? Just like when there's a thought that is seen in your head, it's held underneath by it's yours. And somehow, you're cast as the doer of that thought. Yeah? Or any feeling that gets registered in your day, it's assumed that you're the feeler of it. Yes? So... That's one of the big terms. Action figure is simple. That's what this body is. So we're all little action figures here. And we all have seat assignments. Yeah? Now, seat assignments, the assignment isn't engraved in like black ink. It's a, this is more like musical chairs. So right now, my seat assignment is to share this. Yeah? But it's not my, it's not my uh, profession in a way. And when the music starts up, I get up. And then I wait until the music stops and I sit down. And it, it have, what's been happening is I've sat down in the same seat <laughs> for a while. But that doesn't mean that there's any kind of coagulation of being a someone who's in this seat, yes? It's just sort of following the, the, your, your uh, seat assignment. Yeah? Right now your seat assignment is maybe to listen. My seat assignment is to share. Other days my seat assignment is to listen and other people are to share. Yeah? So. So the action figure and self and what else? What else? Oh, mind. I might, the way I use mind a lot. If I don't use it, uh, mind. I use it like the old Zen teachers use mind, like Huang Po and uh, those people. And from mostly the Zen and from China, they told mind. You may it may be uh, it may infer like awareness or the the oneness, whatever. But it, I don't see it. I don't call it that. I call it mind. And then there's the activity of mind, which is all really mentation, the conditional mind. I don't see the conditional mind... Uh, it's, it's like a, It's more mentation, yes? It's like the mind coming through a brain and then it becomes mentated in a way. It becomes defined by the program it's moving through, where mind isn't touched by anything. Mind is like sky, like today's sky, yes? Very, very big, very expansive, and it allows a lot of things to appear in it, but what appears in it doesn't affect it. Yeah. So let's say if we we're here at 4th of July, and they set off fireworks, there was all these big explosions, the sky wouldn't get ripped open by them, yes? If there was a plane flying through, they never call the tower and say, hey, i run into a big chunk of sky, yes? The sky facilitates the, the movement of the plane. Yeah? Clouds come. When it rains, it doesn't land on the sky. It lands on, the, on a thing, the earth, so to speak. Bird takes a shit. It doesn't land on the sky. It lands on your car sometimes. Yes? <laughs> so, in a sense, that's what mind is like. Yeah? What we're mostly uh, identified with is, I would say, a mentation, an activity, a mental activity, of mind moving through a system, a brain, yes? So, that would be the mind, there's the selfing and there's the action figure. I think that covers pretty much it. Yeah. The thing the thing with the idea of selfing is, in this, it, the way we, uh, the mind here translates this place, it translates it into noun and verb, yeah? or subject, And subject and object, so... Yes? There's a split. So the mind is split in a way. And if we're using that mind that seems to be split, it cannot be split, but it seems to be split. That's a very important word. Seemingly is another important word. Seemingly, in the definition, one of its definitions, is it appears to be true or false to you. Yes? So in recovery... In one of the forewords of recovery, they talk about alcoholism. They say, we're 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Obviously, if it was a hopeless state of mind and body, there'd be no recovery. Yeah? But we recover from a seemingly hopeless mind and body. Yeah? So if in The Course in Miracles, they talk about this idea a lot, and they, em- they emphasize it in Lesson 2, which is, anyone you've heard about The Course in Miracles, right? Uh, in lesson two, they, they talk about that you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has yes not you as as the one you 're taking yourself to be, but this process, this activity is giving meaning to things yes so the, what we do is we give meaning to things, and they seem to be real because actually what 's giving them the meaning is reality is what 's looking, not who 's looking who 's looking is a claiming. Of that reality into a pseudo reality. So the eye of all eyes becomes a special me. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what's doing it. So when something really seems to be real to you, how does it get its sense of reality? Not from itself, because it's not real. Yeah? It's just appearing. But it's appearing to be real to reality. Yeah? You're the reality. I'm the reality. When something appears really, really true, the only way it gets any of that truthiness from is from what's true. It's lent to that by this, that we are, yeah? Through this ignorant identification as something that we're not, now that reality in giving meaning to everything here as being so real loses the sense of its own reality. And now is living under the sense of this being real, and in this sense, as this object, it can be incredibly affected by what it's made to be seen, made seem to be real. Yeah, it's a beautiful statement in the Course of Miracles. It says, "You and I are the dreamer of this dream. We forgot that we're dreaming this dream, and we've and we've given everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. It's exactly what's going on. Yeah. In a sense, the reality." It's forgot that it's the reality. And in this dreaming, it's given everything out here the meaning of being real. Even this thing, yeah? And now, now through this identification, it's affected by everything it gave reality to. So these things, these sling and arrows seem real. It's amazing how one day, let's say there's, something's a problem in your life. Yeah, Because you're not in a very good condition, let's say. yeah, Let's say you're up the ass of self, in a way. I like that terminology. So you're up the ass of self. So you're giving something the meaning of being a problem. Yeah, And then the next day you're feeling pretty good. Suddenly that thing that was a problem isn't a problem anymore. Then the next day you're not feeling good. It's a problem again. What is it? Is it a problem or isn't it a problem? It's neither. Yeah, It's just a possibility for mind to give meaning. Yeah. So if the mind is agitated, it will give meaning to something that's going to cause more agitation. If it's at peace, it will see through that. The thing that was the problem the day before will not be the problem today. You have to get it. You've got to get what's going on. In a lot of the spirituality that's being peddled, it's a passive little victim type thing. This is incredibly empowering because you realize that... What's happening is, you're not, a meaning isn't being imposed on you, you're giving that meaning that's providing the experience of imposition. Yes. If you withheld your juice or your reality to what's throwing it out to make it seem to be so, you wouldn't see it to be so. Yeah. So I'm saying, why not, if you are giving meaning or reality to things, why not give reality to reality? See what happens. See what happens if you gave the, all the reality you're given to everything all day, all these things, oh, it's so real, because my heart's broken, so therefore it's real, or some kind of, it's always a story. Why not give, why not let, why not make real what's real? You will not believe the downloads that will come then. When you make real what's real, it's going to verify the reality. And then you're going to have an immunity to what? What's not real. You'll have an immunity to what's constantly inferring, assuming, implying that there's something real about what's not real. That you're a long lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? A self. Yeah? Once that's broken, what occurs is you see the freedom from thought is not to have no thoughts, it's the dropping of the my of the thought. Yeah? Thoughts you have nothing to do with thoughts. Yeah? How you make how how the mental condition produces a sense of being responsible, it claims to be the thinker. So now thoughts that are just showing up are held as your thoughts, yes? Which what does that do? It promotes more more thoughts about guilt and shame. I shouldn't be thinking these. You never fucking thought those. Yeah. So it's, it's it's incredible. It's here we are. When you were a kid, were you looking for a meditation practice? You know, I wasn't in an abusive situation, so I could have kidness. Yeah, I wasn't reading Common Ground or, or you know getting DVDs in the mail of some guy, you know, doing ohms because my mind hadn't set up yet to, to these incredible impossible possibilities of I can be somewhere other than where I am. Yeah? And there's a huge business about trying to get into a moment that you cannot possibly be out of. <laughs> Seriously, you can't be out of every moment of your life you've been in. you don't see you don't see the correlation but now there's there's an incredible assumption arose somewhere in the formation of the condition of selfing and it, it implied that you don't need to be where you are yeah there's a possibility you could be somewhere else at this very moment. It's never proved its hypothesis, but there's an assumption, and what occurs is, you've already checked out of what you can't check out of. Yeah? You've seemingly checked out. So a lot of people who are as conscious as unbelievers, they can't be more conscious than they are, really, are, li- are seemingly unconscious to that fact. So they're trying to get... Into what they can't get out. We joke all the time. The books come out, and it's like how to be in the moment, yeah. And then the second edition is how to really be in the moment, and the third edition how to really, really be in the moment. But all that is implying an incredible, insane possibility that you could be out of the moment. You want to have an experience of being in the moment. Realize you can't be out of it, yeah. Then that that experience has no conditions or circumstantially built based it's just an absolute now i cannot be out of this moment yeah. and the whole idea and then now in a lot of in a lot of circles even in this circle the idea of self is seen as sort of the enemy so now people are trying to get out of self but if you go to a 2 year course trying to learn how to get out of self that could can be construed as obsession with self yeah Self cannot get out, out of self. Like this, I brought this great old treatise of Zen, just in case you didn't prime me. For, you know, sometimes I need a primer for the pump, but you are sufficient, everyone here. Yeah. But he talks about it so beautifully. He says, and this is a, from the third page, Zen Patriarch. You ever heard, you've all heard of Faith Mind. It's a small little book. It's great. One of the many little nuggets, he says, you can't use activity to produce stillness that would be activity yeah. see so you're not going to get out of an imaginary inn yeah how can you leave an imaginary place it's impossible yeah how can you how can you leave what, where you've never been at that's why it's always failing because the whole thing is is to recognize what the hell is telling me i can be out of what i can never be out of yeah? And if you have an immunity to that, it will be so damn obvious that you're in the moment because there's no way you could ever be out of a moment. And you won't be trying to be more in the moment. And in that not trying, you'll have an experience of really, really, really being more in the moment. Yeah. So this idea of selfing, if you watch it, it's first movement. And see, it, to me, it didn't work when I heard like, descriptions of the all-oneness and the, you know, the ultimate equanimity. It didn't work. Because like I, the first video we ever put out was uh, the, the lion, the, the lion and the sheep video. And that was simply a, de- a way of describing that what I saw at meetings like this, where peep, let's say the guy or the woman was going, "You're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion," and everyone, a lot of people, oh yes, I'm a lion, and they would hear it, I'm a lion, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. But then it would hit their sheep ears, yeah, because your mind is already programmed into being a, having a sense of being a thing, a, a self, yeah. So that represents the idea of sheep. So as soon as it gets translated through the sheep ear is i can become like a lion that's not the message the message is you're a lion oh yeah yeah you're a lion yeah 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 you're a lion you're a lion you're a lion oh i can become like a lion that's not the message so for me i don't want to i don't put attention on what we are i put attention on what we what we're not because what we're not is the is the obscuring quality that makes it seemingly so that we're not what we are, yes? It cannot actually produce it, but it can seem to produce it, yeah? An illusion can only be real if real is witnessing it. If reality is witnessing it and taking it to be so, it can seem to be real. How can an illusion ever be, ever fucking appear to be real? It has to be appearing real to what's real, yes? That's the only place it could be lent reality. It can't get reality from anything that's unreal, It can't get reality from another appearance. It has to get the reality of being an appearance from what's not appearing, which is what's looking right now. What's looking, like St. Francis said in a beautifully succinct little statement, saves you a lot of time. What's looking is what you're looking for. It's beautiful. It doesn't say who's looking, because that's the confusion. When, he's, when the who's looking, he is what's looking. Is what you're looking for. You're like where, where? Because the who is the distortion from the what. Yeah, it's like looking is a form of blindness to seeing. Yeah, and the seeing in this seeming place is seemingly blind by being identified with a form of looking called self-centeredness. Yes. So in see, instead of seeing life as happening. We see life, we look at life, and see it as happening to us. Yeah? It's a huge difference. Seeing life as happening, we all have that ability. But then, with the selfing, when it claims the seeing, it turns it into a form of looking, and now life seems to be happening to us. Yeah? That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self didn't happen a certain day at a certain time. It's not like being bonded to a chair. If I was bonded to a chair, there would be me as a separate thing, and this as a separate thing, and they'd have to have a way to bond me to it, let's say handcuffs. So I'd be bonded to the chair, and so the chair would have a huge influence on my life as long as I was bonded to it. But if there was a good enough spiritual locksmith who could you know, pick the lock, I could be freed from the bondage to the chair and get up, yes? And then I feel, wow, Jesus Christ, I'm really relieved. I've been, I've been free from the bondage to that freaking thing. But the activity of selfing isn't a thing. You're not bonded to it. You're bonded of it. Your mind is entertaining the idea that it's a self. Yes? That entertaining has to constantly be reinforced. That's why your narrative is going on incessantly all day. Yeah it's not to just it's not giving you an incredible picture of what's going on it's giving you a very blurred picture based on a past that's not happening projecting in this moment into a future that's not happening yeah but where does the self appear if the self thing isn't real yeah it can only produce a seeming appearance how does it appear where it can't be which is right now it has to be remembered, yeah? So like in an, an old uh, Zen master, Dogen, said, to study Buddhism is to study the self, and to study the self is to forget the self. St. Francis says, it's in self-forgetting that a lot of good things start happening. Paraphrasing. But in self, it's in self-forgetting. Why? Because the dilemma, the ongoing quote-unquote uh, distortion, is remembrance of self. How do I remember self? How does the mind remember self? It thinks about what it calls you, and your thought system pictures you as a body. Yes, That's the only way it can think of you. You can't think of you as a spirit five years ago. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the space of, of nothingness doesn't look any different Tuesday to Wednesday. It's the same context all the time. Yeah? But you appearing in it yeah, as this thing yeah, can be thought about. So, you're projected back four years ago, and because it's about you, yeah, the mind's interested in it, so your interest and attention goes there, there's a lot of thoughts about that self, and at this very moment, you're remembering self by entertaining all those thoughts. And then the same thing, it uses the future for the same event. They're both a form of remembrance. Yeah? You think remembrance is only the past, The mental condition uses the future to remember the self also. Because you're projected now as a body, I'm going to have cancer three years from now or something, yes? Something, and you're interested because it's about you, so your interest and tension goes there. And when it does, and all those thoughts coagulating around that little flagpole of you, then what happens? You remember the self, not in the future, but now. You don't remember the self when you go back in the past. You're remembering the self now by going back to the past and by going into the future. Why do you think the mind's going there all the time? Because what isn't so cannot be so. It can only appear to be so. And how it appears to be you is it's freaking remembered all day. And then the narrative all day is just inferring you're the doer. Like I, was, I use this example a lot because uh, I hadn't been back east for a while. And I, my hair had grown, actually, pretty long. So when I got there, people kept saying, oh, you're growing your hair, Paul. And I said, oh, no, I'm actually just not cutting it. Yeah? It's not like I'm taking a few hours a week to, you know, and grow my hair. I've got to leave. I've got to go home and grow my hair for a few hours. But the language is, and it sounds innocent, but the, the language that we're using all day is implying quite a lot we have something to do with what we have nothing to do with. Yeah? A lot. It's, it's putting us in a position of doership when we have nothing to do with it. Yeah, This is the reason, it's like a gluing of the mind Yeah, through a mental activity to this idea of being a thing. And because it cannot pan out, because it's like water and oil, it can only appear to be so by constant application of the glue, which is the thought system. You're supposedly having 70,000 thoughts a day. I'm a house painter. I ne- maybe need 14 thoughts to do a job. You know, there's going to be a ceiling, wall, some trim. I mean, maybe a couple thoughts where I should eat and where, you know, when I should stop. You know, i got to get home. But basically, I don't need 69,975 more to navigate a day at work. What the hell's going on? They have another purpose. Their purpose is to produce... This product that can never truly produce, it can always be in production. That's the sell thing. It's a production that can never culminate into the real thing because it can only reach the level of seemingly so. That's our out. Yes? That's the true out. We can never be in to what it's assuming we're in. That's the only way to truly get out of it. I've noticed it. I've watched it. People are trying to get out of what they can't be in. And they're trying to get into what they can't be out of. They're trying to get into the moment they can't be out of that. And they're trying to get out of itself which they can't be in. It'll save you a lot of freaking time. If you want to do it, it'll probably work, but it'll take a long time maybe. you know. I'd rather get on with it. You know? And the thing is, like today's Sunday, right? What's going to bother Sunday? Not Sunday, only Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, last Wednesday, this coming Thursday. That's the only thing that can really fuck up this moment. The moment there's no threat here. Yeah, I'm not going to talk for that long. We're not holding any guns. You not have to. You don't have to give us any money You buy a shirt or anything. Yeah. Well, you got to be sitting here. And you can walk out if you want. But a lot of people will come to a meeting. I watch it, and because they're enslaved by the, that mental process. They're not really here. Yeah? They're somewhere in what I call what's not happening. And but the effect of being in what's not happening is appearing now. And it's causing them not to be up, open to or available to what's going on. Yeah? Because they're into what's not actually going on. <laughs> it can only seem to be going on. Yeah. It's freaking and what do you need to do? To get out of what's not what's not happening, what process can you? I, is there like a thirty thirty step process to get out of what's not happening? There's none. You just realize it's not happening. Yeah. To apply any other solution is taking it to be happening. Yeah. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's the relief. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) The miscalibration has never happened. It just seems to have happened. But when it's given a lot of time and space in this life, it can seemingly geometrically progress. The relief isn't in learning how to chop down that mental jungle every day. It's the, the relief is realizing there's no possibility there's a mental jungle. That's where the relief lies. Because the only relief to what's seemingly so is what's absolutely so. Yeah? And you are that. Like it or not, you are that. Yeah. <coughs> and then that's that. Yeah. And then you just, you'll follow the cues of the seat assignment you're in, basically. Like someone I was last time we were doing a talk and the guy, because I go I, I boogie board a lot in the water and the guy goes, are you afraid of sharks? I said, not now. This I'm not near the water. Why would I be afraid of sharks now? I know the quality of the shark. They haven't learned to get on two legs. They're not going to walk up to me. So no, I feel pretty confident that uh, I have no sharks are influencing me one bit right now. But what about if you're in the water? I'd have to find out. I'm not in the water right now. That's all fucking hypothetical. When I'm in the water, maybe it would be appropriate to be in fear. Maybe there's a big lurking great white underneath. So, yeah. (laughs) The whole thing is, if fear arises, there's nothing wrong with fear arising. It's the idea that it's arising to you. Yeah? It's like Ramana Maharshi says, you don't have to give up your possessions. Give up the possessor. That's all. You don't have to give up your thoughts. Give up being the thinker. Don't, you have no, it's like herding cats. You're not going to... You know when people... You ever hear when people talk to you? They feel something. I didn't want to feel that, but they've already felt it. Yeah? The sense of being a self is a process. It takes time. Life is happening. The immediacy of life is conscious contact. Yeah? That's happening. In, it's not in time the interpretation of the conscious contact is in time it's always going to come later than the conscious contact what it does it's amazing the selfing it's a it's a product that has to be produced on a line like a conveyor belt but when it when it crowns itself as the product which it cannot do its assumption its feeling is that it was prior to the conveyor yeah that you were there before the thought occurred the idea of being the thinker arises with the conscious contact with the thought. It arises after that effect. Then there's a the feeling of being the thinker of the thought. Yeah? That's where the bonding is. The bonding, that's why there is no bondage. The bondage happens before the ultimate relief that you are. After, I mean. Yeah? It cannot precede the relief. Yeah? And when you know that when you have a sense of the solution you'll know the problem is imaginary. From the solution's point of view, you'll know the only level it can reach is seemingly so based on you believing it to be so. Yeah. If, your, if your reality is withheld from that reality, you'll have an immunity to the effects of this place. Yes? If this reality... What was I saying? I Whatever. It's cooking. It's like a souffle. Yeah, it's like I, if I open the oven, it throws it all off, the good thing goes down. But you see,
1: <laughs>
0: that's why we I don't know if you hear it in the beginning, yes, you were. So if we are what's giving everything all the meaning it has, and if some meanings can re- reach a level of seemingly to be so true, sometimes when certain days you would swear that they were real, where are, what's lending them that reality? Can they get that reality? How can falsehood produce reality? It can't. It's the reality that it's getting is being lent to it by the reality. What's looking, yeah? And what's happening? It's being given through the facilitation of the identification as a self into who's looking, and from the who's looking point of view, that's fucking real, yeah. It's a terrible thing. It's sort of like I sometimes people I I meet they've heard this this. First of all, non-duality is a negation. There's no thing called non-duality. It's just it's non. It's not two. That's all it is. It's not two. Therefore, it's one. No, it doesn't say that's the mental leap. It says not two. It doesn't. We made the big leap. I'm going to a non-duality meeting. Where? (laughs) Where could you go to a non-duality meeting? (laughs) Who's teaching non-duality? No one. Nobody. All you can teach is duality. All you can describe all you can describe here is what's not so. You can't describe what's so. You, the only position you're in about what's so is finding out about it as it downloads through you yeah as it expresses through you. You're never going to know it. you're never going to have an experience of it but it's going to infuse or influence all your experiences yeah Like in the highest like the highest form of mind in Zen is I don't know. Why? Because in I don't know, you're relegated to finding out. Yeah. Like in AA, we have a third step that's a profound step in many people's lives. It's a turning point for many people. And it says, you know, we're going to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God, they say, but of a higher power of our own understanding. Yeah. Now, at first, that's where I was at. But after I was entertaining these possibilities... I realize I'm turning my will and my life over to a higher power of its own understanding. Yeah, Therefore, it's going to tell me what it is. I'm not going to tell me what it is. It's going to tell me what it is. It's gonna tell me what is. Yeah? And it, then it became revelatory. Then I got lots of downloads, constant, keep getting downloads, that are like, some are encrypted with information, some are just, just energy, yeah? But those downloads are the nav. That's my the navigation that's happening in my life now. Yeah, the thought system has been relegated to it like a, an afterthought. Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. And things and it verifies itself. Things just work out in miraculous ways because your view of your view called self-centeredness. That form of looking is such a small frame. We're trying to define a mural into a set picture yeah, when it's a living, breathing event. So by entertaining I'm not that, what occurred was the reality left there and was put into the reality. So my mind started making real what was real And it showed itself to be real. (laughs) When I let everything be as real as they want to be here, what did they show me in my life? They're not real. When I was trying to make them unreal, they were as real as real can be. When I was trying to make shit unreal to me by getting loaded or denying or disassociating, they were as real as real could be. They they dominated, had a huge influence in me. When I got in AA, I finally got to a point, all right, I'm going to let all the shit, you know, Come to roost. I'm just fucking tired of this slavery of trying to avoid everything. So, every I finally let things that I was so afraid of be as real as they wanted to be, and they showed me their own nature. They're unreal. The same thing with this. Why not put you, why not give that a reality by entertaining the possibility of it being so? And you know what? It may download into you that it is so. And if it is so, it is so. That's it. Yeah? It can never not be so. Now you have the eyes that can see and the ears you, that can hear. Yeah, the looking, the form of looking has been has been under, has been less emphasized, and now the seeing starts bleeding through. Almost as if you're painting, it bleeds through the canvas from from nowhere. You don't know where it's coming from, but you know the tree by its fruits. Yeah, you start seeing shit. I've been traveling lighter for a long extended period of time here. Yeah. It didn't change the geography of my life, but I've been traveling lighter over whatever my geography is going to be as this little action figure for a long time now. What more verification do I need? So now my interest and attention, while it goes and pays dues where it needs to pay dues to things, it's resting in its own nature, which is not of thingness. Yeah. So this idea of this loop that some people are in, that call, I call it the loop of self-importance Yeah. I see something, but I'm actually looking. So I see the thing, and then it goes back and it just it just re- it reaffirms the seer of the thing, me. yeah And everything I meet is used to reaffirm the seer. That's all that happens. The selfing claims the activities of the body, the feeling, the thinking, yes, all this stuff. It claims it and it uses thought, the thought system to facilitate the bondage to this idea of self. It uses the feelings under the sense of it's my feeling to bond the mind to the idea of being a self. It can't do it. it uses just the basic activities of the body. It facilitate it uses them to facilitate the bonding. Yeah? So thoughts are just thoughts. If you're having a thought that's bothering you, it doesn't bother me. Yeah? Because I don't see it as mine. But the same thoughts that's driving you crazy, if I held that same thought as my thought, it has the ability to drive me fucking crazy. Why is that? Where is it getting its juice? The thought doesn't have it in and of itself. It gets its juice from you and I under the guise of being the thinker of them. We've given it all the juice it has. In a weird way, the, the freedom, our innate freedom is being used to bond us <laughs> to this seeming fucking idea. So I heard this. it was like an unspoken yes. I've been doing all this stuff practicing a lot of different things, and uh, and any every time anything failed, I just it was just used to facilitate the blaming of me. Something was wrong with me. I never questioned the formulas. I always kept having them tweak and then, yet they all seemed to fail, and all the blame always inevitably ended up with me. Yes, this is the self thing and then I came to one of these meetings and uh, I heard someone speak and then it was like an unspoken yes something reverberated like an echo before any sound they ever fucking heard here and uh, it was like a done deal like Ramana Maharshi says your head is already in the tiger's mouth Yeah, it's just good to know that (laughs) so (laughs) that's what I downloaded and then I went to a few more talks I went to talks and I was interested in some guys books I really liked so I went to India, saw them I went to where Ramana Maharshi lived because I read his collected works from thirty-five to thirty-nine. I recommend that book highly. It's all transcriptions of talks he gave at his in India. Has a lot of religion in there, but there's kernels of jewels in a lot of them, and that had a big impression. So I went to where he lived, and uh, it was funny because. I went there, and they have all these people giving satsang, but when I went to the Ramana, Ramana Maharshi ashram, they said, if you're going to see these people giving satsang, you can't stay here. <laughs> and there a lot of these people were, like, professing in some weird way a lineage to Ramana Maharshi, and yet the people who ran the ashram Ramana Maharshi said, if you're going to these outside satsangs, you can't stay at the ashram. So I had my first what. so so I stayed somewhere else and I went every day, they had these people talk I went there, I heard what they had to say and then I uh, entertained the possibility and then I was at a a speaker's talk and then the guy said an old Zen statement, he says I'm like a man standing by the river selling water and I got it you know, because here we all are Sitting there,
1: <laughs>
0: and he said, It's even funnier than that. I'm a man standing in the river selling water, and uh that was the end of going to those things for me, and the thing is, you know we're trying to get wet under the assumption that we're dry, yeah, this is about questioning that assumption. I say we're wet as hell, all of us we're drenched in what we're looking for, we're drenched, as it, yeah. And we go to absurd lengths, seemingly trying to move towards it as a way of actually denying that we are it, yeah? Then you meet a lot of people, they keep coming to meetings, and they're waiting to get it. They're never going to get it, yeah? You don't get this, yeah? You just get you're not that which is wanting to get it, (laughs) basically, yeah. And they, it's weird. They want to have an experience of their own absence, but they want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> They're really keen on being there in their own absence. Yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just, a, you know, just give up the fucking ghost, baby. Just chill out. So that's what happened. I listened for a while and then I um uh, then I made a grave mistake. I got in touch with Steve, and we put on a website. (laughs) Because I was in the cocoon of recovery talking about it. And then all these people got in touch with us. And by asking me to give talks. And then I was introduced to another incredible sickness, which is spiritual seeking. And I remember I went to a big talk in North Carolina, and I got super sick there. So when I had to speak, I said, you know, I think I'm allergic to spiritual seeking. Because I got deathly ill. I swear, and I saw, and you don't have, like, 28-day uh, programs, yeah? You don't have interventions. Then we should have interventions where we go to people's houses, take all their books out, you know, take all their DVDs away, take some of the mandalas off, you know what I mean? Send them to Kmart, walk around there for a couple of days, see how they feel, you know? But it's, it was an illness also. And unless even, a, at least alcoholism is Flamboyantly obvious, yeah, you sooner or later get it, but spiritual seeking is much more subtler because there's, it's wrapped in a huge nobility, yeah, a nobility as if this is different than all the other seeking, which it isn't. The seeking is the dilemma, and it's actually the seeking is being used to imply the seeker, yeah. There's nothing wrong with seeking, but when it's got a lot of nobility put into it, it builds a bigger seeker. <laughs> it does, a much slipperier one. Yeah? There, you know, you have that loving gaze and all of like this. But there's a there's a heavy identification of selfing going on. Yeah? So, there's no nobility to the parasite, the mental parasite of selfing. It doesn't care... If the tradition is 3,000 years old, it will claim it and use it for the same purpose it uses the thought system, the feeling system. You know, all your, all your actions are thrust as you're the doer. It's going to acclaim everything. Everything that you come in contact with through conscious contact, not through you. You're an afterthought, but by conscious contact. It will even claim the conscious contact, the consciousness. It will say, I'm conscious. And as soon as it claims that it's conscious... What is totally insane becomes seemingly possible. You can be unconscious. Literally, consciousness claimed gets split into being conscious and being unconscious. When it is not something that can be split, it's consciousness, yeah? But if the mental process claims it that I'm conscious, it can be conscious and unconscious. And I bet you, most of the time, you're believing, you'll be believing you're unconscious, then conscious. Yeah? Which is going to be used to fuel the desire to get out of something you're not in and try to get into something you can't be out of. Yeah? Instead of realizing the splitness of mind as only seemingly so, yeah, by maybe entertaining the ideas today, get that little laugh. That's a big opening, in a way. That's, inf- that's a pause. That's a timeless moment in this linear story. That's, that's, the, that's the impression. That's the foot impression of the un- unformed being. Yeah? Follow that, man. That pause is my original face. Like in Zen, you'll see your original face. There's no original face. That's the original face, that there's no original face. And every time conscious contact occurs, it happens in the context of that pause or that awareness. that essence of mind that's not in the mentation. yeah Everything. The pause is the context. Yeah? The silence is is the mother and father of all sounds. All sounds issue forth from silence, yeah. All things issue out of nothing. Every moment that we believe we're in or don't believe we're in, the context of it is that, that pause, that timelessness, that space. You are the reality and you're that which can make it seem to be real here. Yes? When they align... That's a great align. Uh, that's a great alignment, yeah. Because the reality doesn't mean a damn thing unless it seems to be real to you. It does it really? It's like people used to talk when I was a kid in Catholic school, and we'd have a. They give you these three qualities of the God, which was it's omnipotent, it's all powerful, omniscient, it's all knowing, and omnipresent means right. it's everywhere. And I was always wondering, why aren't I not bumping into it? You know? <laughs> if it's everywhere, I must be somewhere and everywhere. Why is it that I have no idea? I can't sense it. I'm not hearing anything from it? Yeah. How could that possibly be? Because what's real can make what's real seem not to be real. Nothing else can. That's our solution. Nothing else can. Transmission, honey, from foot to foot. Did you know? try this at home by yourself. <laughs> so, any questions today? I turned on the recorder today that's freaking good All right. my job's complete <laughs> if I don't, we don't put the talks up soon I get emails where are the new talks <laughs> like a performing animal you gotta be where. of Where's your weekly talk? Took a break. pick you know. <laughs> <laughs> an, an old one. There's what? only.
1: to pick out an old one that. There's only like a thousand of them. <laughs> All about
0: the same thing. <laughs> I'm ready for the advanced class. We're not. We're not going anywhere. You ever hear of Buddhism? You know Buddhism, and they have the four, four uh, noble truths. They try to explain the main things: desire, right produces suffering and i'd like to add a little word to it see the selfing is desiring to become it's a mental activity it's not a physical craving it's a mental activity and its desire is to become a self yeah so it's attempting to become a self and the thing is though it can't be a self because it's something other than that yeah it already has an inherent quality that's not of thingness yes So, this desire to become a self is always going to be thwarted. What happens when you have a desire that's thwarted for a long time? You're going to seek relief from that thwarted desire, which is the mother or father of all addictions. The original addiction is the mind's addiction, the mental process's addiction to being a self. Because it can never fulfill the mission. It can't reach the culmination. It can't have an orgasm. It can't reach a crescendo. It can only seemingly be so. It can never be so. Yeah? So it's always sorted. That irritability, restlessness, and discontent now leaks out into all these other activities that can be vehicles for the quality of mental addiction, you know? Shopping, pornography, gambling, drugs, alcohol. What? It doesn't really. There's some basic ones that we a lot of people would agree are bad, but not bad, but they're addictive. But there's the addiction will find a lot of ways to express itself. Yeah. But what would happen if that inherent agitation chilled out and the mind became at peace there? What would it beget but more peace? Yeah? Your reflections would be clearer. You'd be able to see blue is blue and red is red. You would see the appropriateness of event of situations and what to do and not to do with any, without any thought or effort. It would just start downloading. Yeah, you'd be open to be led and directed, and you would be led and directed. And then your job, in a sense, is just to honor that what that is that's leading and directing. You can't see it, you know, but you can honor it, and there's an intimation of it. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm in a community where suffering abounds. You know, you can have the perfect cure for alcoholism, but it runs into one of the biggest dilemmas of all, lack of willingness on the part of the one who suffers. (laughs) If there's no willingness, and all you need is quite a little bit, and align it with the possibility that mind is... a that has to offer then that willingness can actually have some oomph behind it so when a decision in a sense seems to come about there'll be power behind it where you won't be going oh I'll never do that again and then be doing it again you won't be promising your wife oh I'll never do that you're fucked up the next hour you know? no, you'll have the ability to stand by what's going on in your life you'll have some power downloading into you Yeah, not yours, but power Actually, you actually are the sorcerer, but not the you that cl- tries to claim it to be its own. Yeah? Yeah, it makes a huge difference, I tell ya. you. Know, the quality of traveling later is really something to appreciate, and has a lot to do with what's absent in your life. Things don't go to where they used to go. You don't need a lot of skillful means to take care of messes because there's not a lot of messes that, that a mess needs a petri dish of selfing to grow in, yeah they're not the, it, they don't have anywhere to grow, and so things come and go quicker, yeah and yet what so is always there, always available at all times, right where you are and you find truly the thing to rely on, which it's always been the case what's reliable. <laughs> That's the thing to rely on. <laughs> the thought system is not reliable. It's split, and it's very confused. So, Yeah, that's it eh, for today. Any questions and stuff? You don't want to beat the dead horse. It's an invitation. I want to get this one through. It's a message, yeah? It's like if I had a. I Some of the people that see me a lot, they hear this all the time, but... Let's say my car broke down, and I don't have a new car, you know? So it has an air filter and a carburetor. I'm with my friend, and uh, so I tell my friend, open up, and I'm just trying to start it, and we have a gas can, and, you know, I'm starting. It's not catching. So I I take the filter off, and then put a couple drops of gas in the thing, and and then it turns on, right? It's done its job. You don't keep pouring gas into the carburetor or flood it again, yeah? This is what these messages are. They're invitations. They're not treatises. They're not dissertations. They're meant to just trigger a sense of possibility, and then you know, the mind does the rest. Yeah? And to repeat it as much as necessary, so that mind they can get familiar with that aha, yeah? Where it's not just a moment in time and an experience, but it it signals or whispers the sense of a state, yeah, or an absoluteness. So it's a message. It's an invitation. It's not a fucking teaching. All I do is share about what's not happening, because that's how it downloaded me. I swear. All that was revealed to me was what I'm not. Tons of it was revealed about what I'm not. Nothing has ever been revealed to me about what I am, it's the seeing of what I'm not is what I am. I'm in the seeing of what I'm not. That's what I am. And I, I believe it can be sort of helpful here. I don't. I think the other. I don't like the other message personally for me because I think it just reinforces the sense of a self. Now trying to become a real clear, you know, non-self. It's like self trying to be (laughs) non-self. It's much saves you a lot of time that you're not a self. Much faster to me. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just quicker. You know, (laughs) I'm really getting close to being a non-self. I can feel it. It's gonna break any minute. I'm gonna be there when it does. I'm going to claim it. I'll put it on my spiritual mantle. The day I became a (laughs) non-self. Footnote, as a self. (laughs) Oh, come on over. See me. (laughs) Look into my gazing eyes. This verifies (laughs) I'm somewhere that you're not, but you want to be, and I am. (laughs) Sign up for the intensive. (laughs) The secret handshake will be given after 25 hours of donations. (laughs) It's so much simpler, seriously. It's just an ease and comfort, really. I'm traveling later. It's not a big boom. It's before the big boom. Yeah, yeah. It's like a thief in the night, like Jesus says, sneaks in. It's already in place. You know, you don't have to go out and bring it back. It's already sitting there. <laughs> You're just too busy looking for it <laughs> because it is conceptualized of the wazoo. Yeah. If you were seeing, you'd see. You'd be seeing that, you would see that you're seeing from it. That's all you can do. Yeah. And the mental process will produce the form of looking, it will offer it, and you'll see through it. Instead of just seeing moving through it and then turning into looking, you'll just see through the looking. Yeah? Yeah. So, any questions today? You can sit in it, it's nice, isn't it? Nice energy. Okay. Yeah. Satsang always produces a real nice sort of space. I don't like indulging in it too much, you know, when people will go. I like to keep it on a level of dog shit awareness, yeah. you know, like this is just the state all the time. You don't have to. The honoring it is just recognizing it's the state all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I got my money's worth. You got another hour here. I know well, I always rip everyone off it's so sort of fun.
0: I don't want to beat a dead horse, really you know it's not quantity, yeah, it doesn't mean the more hours you attend things, the more after you're gonna get it that's not to, that's not so. you're not gonna get it is the getting it, yeah you just give up the fucking ghost. Not you, that's what happens. The mind just stops. And yet something continues. Yeah? So what's producing the sense of self stops its production, yet there's something there. While you seem to be absent, there's something there. And from that something there, you realize that has always been absent. Yeah? It's only been seeming to be present. Yeah? and I can have an experience based on that as the reality that it's seemingly present that it's seemingly absent but the real hit is that it's never been present never yeah it's just not so and then what's so becomes obvious <laughs> yeah so, I got a question then you were thinking about
1: this was well thought over this question um Yeah, so you say, you know, the mind is making everything that is so, and in in your mind, or the mind, Um, and then once you realize what's not so, you say, you mentioned getting a download and then knowing that that's true. So, how do you know, how do you recognize the difference between that download being so and not being just another, another uh, creation of your mind. How do you, how do you know that it's true? I mean, how how do you verify that? I can't verify it. Really, I mean, it's just a overwhelming sense of truth. I mean, I, I've had them. Of course, everybody's had them, but sometimes you, at least I. Question myself. Well, then
0: the selfie may arise so and then it claims to be the one who had the event. It's like an epiphany. When people have epiphanies, you know? Did you ever make an, a reservation for an epiphany? <laughs> no. It sort of intervenes on your linear story. Yeah? Serious, right? It does. And then usually when it ends, seemingly ends, it coincides with the mind saying, I just ha- I'm having this incredible epiphany. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So as soon as it gets claimed, it becomes an experience that you had it. Yeah. So you have those moments of whatever, but then the mind claims to be the one who had the moment, and that's what makes it only a moment. Yeah. If you if you see, that's why we're sharing this. If you can see, just entertain the possibility that the claiming may go. What feels like it's claiming is also an activity. Yeah. That's what happened at the first one I went to. I was listening to the lady share, and I'd been with the Course of Miracles, and I'd heard some stuff. And I was listening to her share, and she was talking about uh, mental states. And I, 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 she wasn't talking about it, but it came up with me. And I raised my hand. I said, "Wow, something just happened by being here." I was, I was walking around thinking I was observing mental states, but as me. And now, hearing you, I realized the me that was a mental state. <laughs> <laughs> a mental state claiming to be the one that was looking at the other mental state, giving it a sense of not being a mental state. And I got a big hit. And then after that happened, this happened, I had about six more big hits where I went down the chain of claiming, yeah? And so, all right, so there was the mental state, and I thought I was the one. So here's the mental state, and I thought I was the one who was, was seeing the mental state, Yeah? Then at that revelation, I'm not that. That's a mental state also. But then there would be a rising of, I'm the one seeing these two mental states. Then that was revealed. No, I'm the one who's seeing the three mental states. I'm getting really clear now. I'm really something else, really. And then, and then that would be. Oh, and after a while, I realized it there's no, you, there's never going to be a you that had any fucking thing. It's just a verb. It's all verbing. And that's what selfing is. Selfing is an activity of mind, yeah, which is finite. It happens in time. And so people hear this message, and this is a common thing I hear about them. They call me up or they email me. They go, oh, I've been selfing all day. So here's the selfing, which is a verb. yeah, And then there's the feeling, a part of the verb goes like this, and I'm now the one who's been selfing all day. Yeah? That's split mind. Or, I'm the one who's doing the selfing. Or, I'm the one who's... The selfing's driving me crazy. Yeah? That's the product of the selfing. Not this. This is just a verb. It's just an activity. The feeling that you're the one that it's happening to is the product of the activity. That's the selfing implying what? That you're a self. Yeah? That's the pop-up. Okay? So what happens is, okay, you realize, oh, that's... So you go to more talks, and then you realize the line of selfing is getting longer. It's more and more selfing. And then suddenly, there's another pop-up. Right? But now you've got about four inches that you're seeing of selfing instead of two inches. But then the pop-up goes on. That's selfing. Yeah? Any any pop-up is selfing. Yes? Now, you may need one one example of it, one event. Maybe you need 30 of them. But you'll get a point where after you get a sufficient amount, you'll realize there's not a self. <laughs> There isn't, there's not, <coughs> there's not someone on the other side of the fence. Whenever to, whenever there's a feeling of someone, that's the fence. It's part of content. It's not, you're never going to have the hit that you're seeing content. Yeah? As a content. Self is never going to get out of its own limitations. Yes? So maybe it took me like six or seven of them. And after the six or seven, when I got it, there is no self. You know what I mean? Every time I looked at what's claimed to be the one who was having the event, there wasn't anyone there. And I didn't need any more examples. I got it. Oh, there's no one there. So everything is just verbing. Everything is just motion. Everything is just happening. It's not happening to anyone. Nor by anyone. It's happening through things, yes? But it's not happening to things, yeah? For things, as things, or by things, yeah? That's very liberating, because if you re- if See, when the solution starts working, you'll realize the problem. Because you will get... It's like if you, uh, today, you go to any cafe in this whole area, not one person's probably talking about the effects of gravity on their body. Not one. I bet you all the state of California, there's not two people having a conversation. Your shoulder's a little low. I think gravity's really working on you today, you know? You know what I mean? No. But if you went into an anti-gravity chamber, you would know the influence of gravity on your freaking day. Not by its presence, but by its absence. Yes? What I'm saying is when you have that hit, it's inherently absent. It can only seem to be present. Yeah? That's the good news. That's the gospel. If, I, if this wasn't so, I'd be doing you a disservice. If I thought you need to prepare or purify, then we'd have processes and programs for you to uh, sign up for and send money to me for. Which, to me, this my seat assignment, this is a bad career choice. Because I'm meant to be obsolete. Really? I have a purpose just to invite you. Yeah. This isn't like you know. I gotta draw. I gotta draw up another name for the next fucking intensive. All right. How to integrate your awareness into everyday life? Give me a freaking break. Or how to in- integrate your awakeness? You're, you've awoken. How am I gonna? How am I gonna <laughs> integrate this into my everyday affairs? Give me a freaking break. You'll find out when it occurs. You're not going to promote it or produce it. All your activity to to produce stillness is going to produce more activity. Your mind is going to get more agitated seeking peace. Peace representing calmness and equanimity. What most minds are doing, they're using that idea to beat the living hell out of yourself. It's It's whipping up agitation because you don't seem to be in peace. You don't see it. He's enlightenment. It's, it's ruined many lives. It's like the house of the rising sun, that song. You know, in God I know I want that... You ever hear that old song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to ruin... Well, enlightenment's done that for thousands of people. They get an idea, and the idea is about, oh, great freedom, and it's, being, it's actually translating into incredible, exquisite suffering. You would have been better off if you'd never heard the term. Yeah? You see the mind... It's giving everything the meaning it has. And when something seems to be real, it's only getting that reality from reality. The only thing that can make an illusion seem real is reality. Like in recovery, we have false evidence appears real as an acronym for fear. False evidence appears real. How could that fucking be? It appears. It can only it, four seven appears real to you. It's the you that it's appearing real to that makes it seem real, yeah. Because the you is what's looking. It is real. We are the reality, and everything that's appearing isn't. Will the reality is 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 rooted in no thingness. And it's giving that sense of reality to thingness here. It's called dreaming. Yeah? And then to make it really juicy, it forgets the reality of new thingness because it becomes identified as a thing. And now it thinks, for it to, now its sense of being real is as a thing. Not as reality, but as a thing. And it's lending a lot of reality to that. Yeah? How do you think this is held up every freaking day? With all the boredom and disappointment a lot of us have, yet the dream continues. Yeah? Because what's making it seem so is what's so. How could something that isn't so make itself appear to be so on you? Yeah, it doesn't have that quality. It doesn't have any quality, it's inherently empty. Buddhism, the essence of Buddhism, is everything's inherently empty. How can emptiness impose something on you? Yes? Once your mind... I was in, you know, an addiction and for so many years I was in this exquisite fucking hell. My mind just was unbelievable. Producer of suffering. And I'd be up for like 10 days on runs like shooting coke. And my belief, this insane... It turned into like a spiritual path for me, really. It was like my religion. And my insane idea was if I could just get my mind taught enough, it would snap and I'd wake up out of it. Well, I'm here to say, you can't transcend an imaginary place. <laughs> yeah, it was just provoked more and more hell. And then I got into AA and I started to get some relief. And then I heard this message and I realized the selfing is a foreign installment. Yeah, And then a possibility dawned on my mind that had never dawned before. As soon as it got the first possibility that I'm not that... The next possibility showed up immediately, which is I can be free of it. I'm not going to have to. I'm not trying to be free as it anymore. I'm not getting therapy for it anymore. I'm not trying to civilize it so it, it appears better behavior in social situations. I'm not wishing for a three month long relationship or not to flip out at the next picnic. I'm going for the big enchilada. Hey, I'm not that. Yeah, and it's and that was that. As soon as I started entertaining it, the downloads came and the mind shifted to verify what I had entertained. Yeah, and I know it. My I don't even look for verif- verification. I see it; it's just so obvious. Yeah. But if you need verification, just see your own life. If you saw a traveling lighter. On a, a long-lasting level, for a few years, five, or eight years, you're on to something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just keep entertaining the possibility that you've been entertaining. Yeah. So when you say just entertain
1: the possibility, it makes me think that it's a thought process on some level. So no, it isn't. Yeah. So
0: your mind, your mind has a quality of entertaining. What is? What do you think it's doing now? It's entertaining these insane ideas of like separation and this and that making them seem to be so. We're using one of its own, its already qualities that are active here in manifestation. And Lenny, it's like, for me, entertaining is like, if I was looking out this window, yeah, and it was, I would just watch what goes by, yeah? And after I saw a lot of things go by, something dawns on you. What's the space that doesn't go by? Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. That's what happens. That, to me, is entertaining.
1: Okay, so it feels like it's in the... the Area of a thought, but it's just slightly
0: different. Very different, in a way, because you're going to entertain. The thought is the delivery system. You got the message through the language, yes. You've got like the spiritual subpoena has been served already today. Now that's going to initiate something, or it won't. Of mind, yeah. The mind is now going to entertain what was implied or or uh, carried to it through the thoughts, yeah. The thoughts will be discarded. They're just like the booster rockets. They got in, and now the mind will entertain what it heard. And now, hopefully, you'll see what it does with it. Yeah. Okay, so that's
1: the mind entertaining it instead of the brain maybe? Yes,
0: it's the mind entertaining it. The brain, what happens is when the brain, the mental aspect of the mind moving through the brain, when it receives the message, it gets into the words, yeah? Yeah, and it tries to make it something. The real message is the en- is inside the envelope. When you look in the envelope, there's nothing in it. That's the message. Yeah? So the brain, the mind will try to use it for its own advantage. Like, let's say when I first heard this message, I was uh, with a girl and then... She'd come home and go, Paul, you were supposed to be doing the dishes tonight. And I said, well, there is no Paul, you know what I mean? My mind was trying to take advantage of this idea of not being responsible for things, yeah? That didn't fly well. she said, fuck you, you know? But after a year or two, it matured into entertaining. But first, I went through it, yeah, where it was claimed, and my brain made it something, yeah? To try to get an advantage out of it. But there was... Uh, for me, I guess there was grace or whatever. There was a keen enough interest to move through that to the point where it started to entertain it in a different way yeah. that was much more productive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that feels to me more like um, following the entertainment is is a bit like following what you love, and then it's then it's beyond the mind. It's all of you in a different yes, capacity. yes, capacity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like the word entertaining. Yeah. Because it's not yeah. like uh, you should, or it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. any kind of uh, commandments. It's just entertaining. And your mind's entertaining all day anyway. Yeah. We're just dropping another possibility in there to entertain. It,
1: it has a feeling of allowing it to be open. And yeah, open, of course, honey. Instead of going onto something. Well, the head
0: wants to claim it. Yeah, as soon yeah. as it but through its claiming, any, when it oh. claims this idea or this no-thing, it makes it into something. Yes, all is over. So now, we share about that, that it, that's the movement of it, so that you can maybe recognize it when it tries to make it into something. And that's where you were here thinking, you're seeing the problem, and then we're pointing out, yes. And then a few more that may happen to you, and after a while, you'll realize it's all just selfing. It's all, act, all verbing. There's no noun to be found. Yes? There's the freedom. Yes. Yeah. That's seeing life as what's happening, not happening to you. The you doesn't become the dominant theme of your event here. Yeah? Yeah. And of course, as soon as the you is dismissed from the hierarchical position, time doesn't mean as much anymore either. You're located right where you've always been and you're really here. And when your interest and attention is freed from the obsession with self, that interest and attention is actually fueling the obsession with self, causing a lot of the, the disease it will now start enriching your life because it will be here. yeah. It'll be interested in attending to things that are here. And once the biggest thing that's here isn't being seen to be here, it's it's the context. It, it recognizes that also. It starts resting there. It's sort of like obsession with self is the same energy as abidance in the truth. It's just what vehicle it's put in. If you have faith in your thought system, you're going to be agitated you're gonna be, in, you're gonna have be under the effects of the mind making the physiological effects of fear up by anxiety. Yeah, if you're devoted to the thought system, you're gonna to seem to be not here. Yeah, but let's say if you weren't devoted to thought system and you were resting in something else, that would be abidance and truth. It's the same energy. Yeah, it's just where it's put. So your role here is you're the giving, you're the meaning giver of everything. Why not give the the meaning of reality to reality and see if it really fires, and then it becomes real to you, here. In other words, real has a real influence. You know what I mean? Not real as a conceptual idea or as some far far fetched metaphysical, but a real practical where the rubber meets the road, traveling later, yeah, and immunity to the thoughts and all like that. That to me is like shooting drugs. You're very pragmatic, yeah. You're not gonna shoot shit for a, wh- a long time unless you unless you have to. You can tell if it's good quality coke. It's not like was this really good coke or not. It rushes into your brain and your heart and you're fucking woo. That was good. Well, I had, <laughs> you know what I mean. You see, you see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. 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 So I know you're not going to get your money's worth, so that's all right. Yes, we're paying for two hours. I want two hours of it.
1: I reserved these two hours
0: for this. I, it's exactly. I remember when I spoke. We were at. I was back east, and we were at this talk. And the guy's talking, you know, and he's saying, "Oh, I was at this program, and they had us standing, and they said." Stand for 16 minutes and then you'll get it, you know, something like that. And so he says, but I, I, uh, I, what happened? It didn't work. So I said, well, you should have stood for 70. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd (laughs) nauseam. You'd be getting ready. You'd be getting ready to be there when it worked. (laughs) I know. I'm going to try so hard to be here. You're an afterthought. The feeling of you is a product of a mental process in time. You're an afterthought to life. You're never at the... You're never... You are never going to be there at the moment of experience. You're an interpretive thought that's claiming to be the one that had the experience. But all it gets is an interpretation of that experience of a mental system called past, yeah which is projected then into a mental system called future. And so our interpretation is waiting for us and we live from the interpretation. Yes? And and it seems for many of us to be sufficient enough to block us off from the obvious state of fact of being conscious right now, yeah, to such an extreme point where we're trying to become conscious. It's a huge heist. I mean it. It's for me. It's a slavery and it's a heist. That's what it reminds me of. A heist. It's very empowering. This is not passivity. It's not, oh, I'm a noble victim. No, this is very empowering. You are the reality. Yeah? It's coming, it's what's looking right now. Yeah? You're it. It's like it says in the Bible, the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. There is no place to rest your head. it's a non-place, that's where you rest. The greatest security is an insecurity. Yes? The greatest certainty is an uncertainty. I'm going to end this time. (laughs) (laughs) I better turn this on again. Yes, I will. No. I'm missing all these jewels. All right, thanks, Steve. Nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah, you got your money's worth? You alright? Oh, I think I did. Right. <laughs> if you feel gypped, I'll send you something. I was never here, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, right? Yes? It's okay? Everyone's satisfied? You got enough water out of this. Old rag. <laughs> the invitation is: you are that which you're seeking for. It's not to believe; just let it in. Let the mind entertain it. You don't have to be in, in compliance with it. What you feel is you. Yeah, it's got in. Uh, trust me. I've I've been involved in these things for years. You can serve the spiritual subpoena. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll be brought into the court of light, and all your little convictions in the court of mind will be annulled. The possibility you'll be let off your own big hook, Mm -hmm. and that's the biggest hook of all. Seriously, there's things that you believe you did or didn't do that are not forgivable to you, and you've been sentenced, you've been convicted. You live in the hope of maybe parole or probation, but you're just living out your sentence in some way. Yes? You're never going to get that that brought up and uh, get a good decision in the court of mind. You're done. But in the court of light, that's where the annulment happens. Because in the court of light, nothing ever happened. Yes? Literally. Nothing's ever happened. Yeah? You're not beholden to what it was... Atu- to what has appeared to be so. You're not beholden to it, unless you want to be. <clears throat> and most of us seem to be in that beholden through ignorance. We're ignoring our own nature, and it's and this is get, it being allowed to proliferate, let's say. And it's gone far, it's gone, it's out there. It's gotten geometrically progressed. It's had a lot of time and space to really manifest and produce all these tributaries. So it's difficult to recognize. Yeah, But you can recognize it very clearly at the point of conception and inception because it never fucking happened. Yeah? Never. That's where the freedom... The freedom from bondage is prior to the bondage, not after the bondage. The freedom from bondage is prior to it. Yeah? You see that you were never bound... That's the only freedom worthwhile, because it's not fouled by another form of bondage, and then the seeking for another form of freedom. It's not bound by the split mind. It's free from that. Yeah, it's prior to the bonding. I
1: want to say something real quick. I think I had John who's on. I just want to say some kind of what you're talking about real quick, because uh, they did a, stand, a study at Stanford, you know, and it, about you know the brain, how you know, they have these amazing. Yeah, you know, things they get into about the brain now, and just, you know, and they and they'll say they, they don't know anything about how the brain works hardly at all. I mean, it's so complicated, but they they study it through all these you know amazing technologies in our eyes but they can go so deep into things and look at them so well now. So they find out that you know the lower brain, you know, is where uh, you know our animal brain is where we're most of our emotion, you know, all our emotions. Take an animal like my, my dogs; they have just as much emotion and happiness. You see the little tail wagging, and everything in there. And they're scared, and, they're, and that's what we're running on, you know, and all our instincts are running on that. And so, um, but they found out that uh, as the newer brain developed, you know, there was a direct line from that old brain to the new brain. So it could just tell it what to do, like, you know, this is what's going on, whatever's going on around you to react to it. And then, they, But they found out that the new brain didn't, hadn't made it back to the old brain until it shut up. That it, was, hmm. it was trying to get there. Oh, was like a one a one lane highway. <laughs> yeah, it was right. one way. And then so you could, it was. It's trying to get back there, but it's, it, that's why if you do things repetitively, you overcome because you're because hard, we're hardwired whatever we learn yes, as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the insanity we have. I came from a really crazy place and so I'm really crazy. But it's the the, the change has come about from repetitive doing the opposite. You know, learning the opposite things. Well, that's so.
0: why we have two meetings a week. We talked yeah, about agree. it earlier. I thought that was fine. value.
1: Find mean, value in reputation. Every day you got to do
0: the thing because it's like, you know. Well, for, uh, we, we we have more faith in that upper mind, I guess, upper brain. I feel a couple every once in a while have, it re, have the reminder in place, yes? So you sense of certainty of what you're entertaining is possible. There'll be a sense of certainty, right, while you're about what you're entertaining is possible. You'll get a sense of certainty at meetings. A certainty will come over you, yeah? You may not get it as certain, but you'll get a certainty because of how it's being held here, yeah? That will invigorate your entertaining the possibility, yeah? That's what... And so we come to having talks and we repeat the same message in a way because it's just that way, yeah? It's just... You may be only allowing it to be a possibility... And, but very quickly, in no time at all, it can become a certainty. Yes? Yeah. yeah. So, all right, I think that's it. Yes? Oh, yeah. What do we have to do? Oh, nothing. Right. I just wanted to mention, uh, uh, you know, you didn't...